welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, a show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. We've limited ourselves again to one earning story, but it also looks like surgical robotics are in the news today. So Sean, can you give us a roundup of what we'll talk about today? I can. First and foremost, welcome back, Danielle. We had a lot of surgical robotics news yesterday, so it carries on through today. But today we'll discuss Alcon's third quarter performance, a new surgical tool from Ethicon, funding for a surgical robotics company Virtuoso Surgical, a new COO at Dura One, and a pharmacy benefit victory that expands access to the Beta Bionics Islet Insulin Pup. So let's get the earnings story out of the way first. Yep. Alcon's stock was down today on its third quarter misses and tightened guidance. A tough third quarter for the company, but analysts have indicated that they aren't too concerned with these results. What were some of the financial highlights that stuck out to you? Well, the most noteworthy results came in sales and adjusted EPS, given how they compared to Wall Street's expectations. Adjusted EPS of $0.66 fell $0.01 shy of expectations, while sales totaling $2.3 billion was not enough to meet projections of $2.35 billion. Interesting. How did individual divisions perform? Alcon's surgical business grew by 5% in the quarter as demand for advanced intraocular lenses, cataract, and vitreoretinal consumables and cataract equipment boosted those sales. Vision care grew by 13% with product innovation and eye drops driving that growth, although Alcon cited unfavorable currency impacts as an offset to some of its growth in the quarter. So with this mixed bag results, what is the company projecting for the full year now? Well, Alcon tightened its guidance for the full year, lowering the top half of its sales and adjusted EPS estimates, now expecting between $9.3 billion and $9.4 billion in sales, having projected a ceiling of $9.5 billion just a few months ago. The company projects adjusted EPS between $2.70 and $2.75 after its previous projection went as high as $2.80. And now we have some news from Ethicon. That's right. Ethicon unveiled a new hemostatic sealing patch in Europe, so an innovative new product that should help surgeons control bleeding better. So what is this hemostatic sealing patch? The Athesia patch is a patch that features unique synthetic polymer technology for maximum adaptability, and Ethicon says it's the first and only hemostatic matrix designed to be equally active and efficacious on both sides. It helps to achieve sustained hemostasis in difficult-to-control bleeding situations. What does it offer to clinicians beyond all of what you just said? Well, it provides easy handling in both open and minimally invasive surgery. It's capable of being stuffed, rolled, pulled apart, trimmed, tailored. Ethicon said that in 80% of clinical trial patients studied, the patch stopped bleeding in 30 seconds. That averages out to about six times faster than the leading fibrin sealant patch. So what is its regulatory status and does Ethicon have plans to launch this? Yeah, so the patch receives CE mark approval for treating disruptive bleeding on internal organs except cardiovascular and neurological. Ethicon expects to launch in Europe, Middle East in the first quarter of 2024 and anticipates other key markets, including North America, to follow once it garners regulatory approvals. Now on to some surgical robotics news. Yeah, Virtuoso Surgical adds $1.8 million in grant funding to support its surgical robot more funds for the company, which believes it has a groundbreaking platform. What will this surgical robot do? 
So this system utilizes what Virtuoso describes as a new scale of robotic tools and maneuvers for a range of uses across endoscopic surgery. The company plans for initial applications in bladder lesions and benign prostatic hyperplasia tissue removal, but it has eyes on future surgical procedures with tools delivered through rigid endoscopes, so it could definitely be used in many more applications. What will these funds go toward? Well, the grant enables the company to continue its research using its robotic technology to improve bladder lesion removal. So with funding from the NIH, this seems like something executives could be optimistic about. Yeah, Dr. S. Duke Harrell III, CEO, co-founder, and chief medical officer of Virtuoso Surgical, said the company is honored to receive the grant and went on to say that the system gives surgeons their hands back, enabling them to use two hands to perform procedures deep within the body at the tip of an endoscope with unprecedented control and dexterity. Now for some executive changes in the industry. NeuroOne picked former cardiovascular systems vice president as its new COO. An experienced medtech executive is taking on a big role at the neurotech company. Who exactly is taking over in this role and what is some of their career history that supports this appointment? Christopher R. Volker was selected as the next NeuroOne chief operating officer, COO, and he comes with experience at two companies that were parts of major acquisitions. He first held executive leadership roles at St. Jude Medical, which Abbott acquired several years ago, and was actually most recently at Abbott after the company had acquired Cardiovascular Systems earlier this year. Cardiovascular Systems, he was VP and GM of International with responsibility for international commercial expansion, including therapy development and driving sales growth. What optimism is he bringing to the company and what did executives at NeuroOne have to say about his appointment? Well, Volker said he's thrilled to join the talented NeuroOne team and looks forward to helping to build broad awareness of the company's exciting, unique electrode platform with better tools for physicians to treat patients suffering from a variety of debilitating neurological conditions. NeuroOne CEO Dave Rosa said the company is excited to benefit from his broad experience in business development, commercial expansion, finance, and health economics, and reimbursement. And now, what's the last thing that we should know for today? Beta Bionics earned a pharmacy benefit win for its bionic pancreas. It's another victory for the company, which this year alone has won FDA approval for its automated insulin delivery system and raised $100 million. Betabionics seems to be on this path of good news recently. I mean, it was just recently named as one of Time Magazine's best inventions of 2023. So what does this decision enable for Betabionics? So this decision enables faster and easier access to the ILET automated insulin delivery system for eligible users with plans that cover the system under their pharmacy benefits. How does it differ from the insurance benefits of insulin pumps, for example? Well, the company explained that historically, insulin pumps have fallen under the durable medical equipment insurance benefit, which can lead to significant upfront hardware costs that to initiate therapy. Coverage under a pharmacy benefit could reduce the potentially large upfront cost of the pump for the patient and payer. And the company said this allows for patients to upgrade their insulin pump when new technology becomes available. What did executives have to say about this new streamlined process? Beta Bionics CEO Sean Saint said this was a significant milestone in support of the growth and expansion of ILET. He said, now that ILET has been added to the Express Scripts National Commercial Formularies, members of plans that cover ILET under the pharmacy benefit 
can select these formularies and we'll have a streamlined process as opposed to the traditional durable medical equipment channel that is standard in the diabetes industry. He went on to say that Beta Bionics wants to make it easy as possible for users to access the transformational device and open the door for many more people with insulin-dependent type 1 diabetes across the U.S. to access ILET. Awesome. Well, that's all the news that we had for today. So thank you, Sean, for sharing all the news and it's it's great to be back. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. Where can they find you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Thank you.